Hello and welcome to Casual Lore. I am your host, Corey Adam, and today we will discuss an amazing character in World of Warcraft lore. Now take note that this is a special episode because it is our podcast's very first lore requested by a fan. I'd like to throw a thank you to Lady Mooncaller for the request. Now currently, you can find Alexstrasza chilling on top of the Wormrest Temple in Dragonblight, a place considered holy ground for the dragon flights. And now, on with the show. Act 1, The Lifebinder. Now my girl Alexstrasza, The Lifebinder, is the aspect of the Red Dragonflight. She is the guardian of all life in the world of Azeroth. So, that said, she is clearly very important. She was one of the five great dragons who were chosen by the Titans themselves and was empowered with a portion of the Pantheon's power and she ruled over her flight while they watched over Azeroth and its homies. She was appointed the queen of her aspects by the Titans themselves. Now that is boss mode. Fast forward. During the Cataclysm expansion, the Dragon Queen got all pissed off and went all Avenger style assembling the dragon aspects in their flights. Beast-ass Shaman Thrall was there, along with many other heroes of Azeroth. They were there to collect the dragon soul from the distant malignant past. Its potent and effectual power is used to bring an end to the corrupted dragon aspect Deathwing. And if y'all don't know anything about Deathwing, we can do an episode. Deathwing is sick. Now, Deathwing is chilling with his black dragon flight. And then, basically, we're trying to save all of Azeroth from his utter destruction. Yeah, screw them dragon flight boys. The black dragon flight, that is. Now, Alexstrasza did take an active role in defending Azeroth against Deathwing, that aspect of death. Eventually, she ordered the entire Dragonflight to war against the Black Dragonflight. Alexstrasza, along with her fellow aspects, gave all, all they could to stop Deathwing's punk ass once and for all. But they lost, and they lost much of their power in the process. Damn. Act 2, In the Beginning After the Titans created Azeroth, they bounced to roam the cosmos in search of new worlds on which they would shape order from chaos. They would create new life throughout a myriad of worlds. Before they dipped out from Azeroth, those Titans were impressed by the five proto-drakes in the defeat of a great enemy. As an unexpected reward, they altered them into the dragons that we know today. And in order for them to become stewards of the world, their purpose was to guard Azeroth as the dragon aspects, protecting all of creation. The Titans were pleased. Eonar, the Titan patron of all life, gave a portion of her power to the red Leviathan Alexstrasza. Forevermore, Alexstrasza would be known as the Lifebinder working to safeguard all living creatures of Azeroth. Now, due to her supreme wisdom and limitless compassion for all living things, Alexstrasza 
was crowned the Dragon Queen, and she was given dominion over all of her kind. Although one of the most powerful of the dragons, she is not the oldest. Her once consort, Tyrannostras, being her elder by several hundreds, if not thousands of years, before Alexstrasza was gifted her power. It is also revealed that Alexstrasza, going with her fellow aspects, are somehow related to Galakrond, the massive dragon. Act 3, War of the Ancients Alexstrasza was one of the dragon aspects that fought the demons of the Burning Legion during the War of the Ancients. It was also in that war that the black dragon Neltheon deceived those aspects. He was using the dragon soul, which is also known as the demon soul, to steal from them their powers. After the War of the Ancients ended, when Illidan, shout out to my boy Illidan, brother of Malfurion Stormrage, emptied three vials of water from the Well of Eternity over the river in Mount Hyjal. Alexstrasza, along with Ysero and Nazdoramu, decided to use the well as a tool to heal the war-ravaged land by placing a magical acorn from Gnar, the mother tree. And if you haven't done that Cataclysm expansion, that's a cool zone. Now, they placed that into the new well of Hyjal. The tree that grew from this acorn was proclaimed the original world tree of Azeroth, and is also named Nordrasil. For some time after, she and her dragon flight, these homies were at peace. But over time, they began to argue with each other about how the best way to protect all of Azeroth would be. The rise of the power of humans and other races left many believing that these new people were dangerous and should be destroyed, while others of Alexstrasza's family felt they should be educated and taught right from wrong. Act 4, The Second War and Around 10,000 years after the Second War, Necro Skullcrusher, who was an orc of the Dragonmaw clan, was somehow given the dragon soul by war chief Zolahed, after Deathwing led them to its resting place in the Red Ridge Mountains. Now far from the mountains, Alexstrasza felt a disturbance in the force. Or, well, you know, Alexstrasza sensed the wards around the artifact breaking, and she grew concerned when she heard no word from the guardian of those wards, Orastras. She and the Red Dragon homies rushed south, though she believed that some mortal had found the disc and Orstraz was currently hunting for it, and it would be easy to help them retrieve. In truth, they were heading right into a trap set by that big old Deathwing. Using the epic power of this ancient artifact, Necros and the Dragonmaw orcs snatched up Alexstrasza and her consorts, including her eldest, Tyrannostraz. Necros was rolling solo, and so he could only focus on Alexstrasza, but the other dragons were kept in line by him lashing out at the Lifebinder with the dragon soul's power whenever they tried to save her. Alexstrasza was taken to Grim Batol, where she was forced to lay eggs. Yo, they farming her ass like a chicken. 
The adult dragons were used as powerful war mounts, while the eggs would be raised as loyal whelps, as she was magically kept in a constant state of weakness and pain. She was bound by mighty chains of adamantine steel. Alex Straza had no choice but to succumb to the terrible slavery. Her unborn clutches would be slain at the hand of her cruel captor had she tried to fight back. Now, as the aspect of life, this caused her extreme pain, as no one else could understand. And she cried for the deaths of her children and the deaths that they caused. From afar, that douche weasel Deathwing rejoiced in Alexstrasza's imprisonment. He continued to advise Necros on how to best use that demon's soul and control that red dragon flight. Not only would making the Horde stronger help his plan to restore the Black Dragonflight, but he also knew that seeing her children be used as tools for war, it would just make her suffer. It would destroy her heart. Deathwing would love every moment of that torment. Act 5. After the War After the Second War ended, Alexstrasza became more valuable to the Horde than ever as a consummation of Horde military power. Thus, she was able to be protected at all costs. However, Deathwing, that ancient traitor, was Alexstrasza's most hated enemy, who had partly arranged for her continued subjugation and slavery during that second war. During the second war, arranged an elaborate plot to draw her into the open and steal her children in hopes of generating his own progeny. His plan, however, facilitated her escape. So that didn't go according to plan. As the orcs began moving their captive dragons away from the fortress of Grimbatol in an attempt to safeguard their slaves from the reach of the Alliance, the caravan was attacked by Deathwing. And during the battle that followed, Tyrannostraz was slain by the Black Worm. But the ancient dragon queen was set free, and the first thing she did was to swallow her evil captor, Necros, whole. <laughs> that sucks. Then she reclaimed her children from the horde. With the help of her former mate, Coriolistras, Alexstrasza then rejoined the remaining aspects, Nazdoramu, Malagos, and Ysera. The human mage Ronin destroyed the demon soul. Once he destroyed the demon soul, releasing their powers and enabling them to drive Deathwing's punk ass into hiding. Through Notharian, ultimately escaping the wrath of the other aspects, the ravaged orc caravan still remains in the wetland swamps. Her fire-breathing children have turned their posts, and they are now protectors of all life. They work to rebuild their devastated race.